All right. All right. Well, this is like the most in focus we've been at 11 o'clock. So let's maybe just like, does anybody have an idea for an intro? We've got Rudy here. Rudy, do you Hi. have an idea for an intro? Um, The world is ending, but at least I still have dames and dragons in my life. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's a, that's that's a great a, testimonial. That's I want to use that as our, our next uh, ad on DSPN. Yeah, it's a kind but dark take. Mm. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's good because if dames and dragons weren't in Rudy's life, he wouldn't have the opportunity to, to kill Corbin. That's that true. Is also you know true. what? It really is. It's kind of adding a, a light into his life right now in the yeah. form of, of murder. I bought a bunch of like stupid stuff that I think my character would think is cool. So oh. I'm going to kill you that way. Hell yeah. <laughs> Using oh, like Caltrops. Well, you know what? I, or... accept your, I accept your offer for murder because it is the only polite thing to do. Like yeah. I bought a mirror <laughs> so I can like see around corners with it. I'm pretty pumped oh, about that. Ooh. Man, I bought yes. now, now you're giving away all of to distract the enemy. <laughs> Holy shit! See, but now, like, now Corbin's gonna know all of your like murder Hannah, plans. I'm that confident I'm, that you can choose your means of death. That's what's happening right thing. now. I chose an abacus to do some quick calculations on the go. Oh, so nice, nice. Maybe you'll it will be death by abacus. That might be your no. future, Corbin. Death Listen, by abacus. Caitlin, you got to separate the player knowledge from the character knowledge here. Well, this is a test say, of a true professional, yeah. Even yeah. if Corbin had the knowledge outside of my player knowledge, I don't think that he would have the wherewithal to prevent a murder by these clearly, like, highly advanced technologies. Yeah, I mean, an abacus is pretty, like... Mirror and, yeah, it, it's really... that He never stood a chance, honestly. Yeah. Hmm. Who would? But can it play Doom? Can, yeah, can you play Doom on that thing? Doom. <laughs> Have you seen that meme, Rudy? That you can play Doom Rudy, on anything. You can play it. You can on play anything. Doom on a smart fridge. I'm, my meme circles are not your meme circles. I'm pretty <laughs> That's sure. That's fair. That's fair. I thought that was a pretty. I was a, a pretty widely spread meme, but I guess That's not. A, it's a good meme. Honestly. A good vintage. Like, you know what? Noel. No one Noel shared with me. What was that? Like yesterday, day before. She told me, I warned you about the stairs, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a throwback. That's I a know, homestuck I... meme. I mean, yeah, kind of. I was like, what is well... happening? Okay, we're not going to get... Fuck! Oh, you spilled your drink. Cat. Spilled water all over myself. Oh, I warned you about the drink, dude. Bro. <laughs> I told you about drink. Well, it's just... I told you. It keeps it's happening. Fine. It's fine. So, Rudy, welcome to our show again. Hello. Thanks. So happy to be here. Homestuck, that's that thing on the internet, right? Yep. It sure was. You I, couldn't have put it better. I assume it still is. Yeah. But I try not to go back to those dark days. Have you guys um, seen that joke that's like, now that we're in quarantine, we're all homestuck? I hate that. Uh. I hate it. And I don't, I don't wish <laughs> to see it. But it is true. <laughs> it is true, though. It is. We are all homestuck. Um, Rudy, what has what's been up for you since uh, since last we saw you on this podcast? Oh, hey, saw you with our ears. Just you know, keeping at it, doing what I do. Doing uh, what you do. Yup. Yeah. I'm on do the Demon that? Plague mm -hmm. podcast. Oh. Noel was on it once. 
Is I killed her. No, I didn't. Oh, good. Um, oh. Well, you got to complete the set now. Hey, yeah, kill two Hello. out of four. Got to kill Caitlyn. There's only two left. Bad. Yeah, two out of four ain't You're bad. Getting You're getting and, there. You're getting there. You know, you are the fourth cat, right? So I have to somehow yeah, you... kill you, the dungeon master. Yeah. Yep. That'll that's when you boss. ascend and punch God in the face. <laughs> yep. And then you become the dungeon master. I think that's the plot of Homestuck. Also, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> not done Rudy, not Caitlin. Okay. Rudy, you never shut up. We never want you Rudy, to shut up. You're, Caitlin. Rudy, right. Rudy, you're beautiful. You keep doing what you're doing. Caitlin, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let's play some D&D. My name is Kat, and I am your DM. Me. I'm pointing to Caitlin. Okay. Uh, my name. Sorry. My name. Hi. My name. Um. I'm. My name is. I'm Caitlin. Uh. And I play. Um. Corbin. I love the confidence. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> it's me. I'm Hannah. I play Slake, a half orc fighter. You sounded like, also, your confidence like was not in the name of your name. <laughs> Listen, that's the theme this time. I don't even know what and, that means. Uh, what about our guest, our beautiful guest, our sweet, angelic guest? Hi there. My name is Rudy, and I'm playing Zeroth, a half-elf fighter slash sorcerer. Love Ooh. it. Now that's confidence. Now that is confidence in who you are and who you're well, playing. Wait until and we cast a spell, it. then the confidence is going right out the window as I go, wait, how do I, how do, I do this again? <laughs> Valid. Um, okay, so what happened last time? You arrived in the town of Roval uh, to find that the entire town had been frozen over in a freak ice storm. Uh, you met a strange candy store owner who... Uh, Shanghai you into helping him rid the town of their ice storm by infiltrating some caverns and killing some frozen bandits. Non-lethally killing those frozen bandits. Um, except for the well, ones you did burn to a crisp. Some of them you did lethally ignite. Um, and afterwards, uh, the town is very grateful for your services and they have offered to pay for your passage to Vola. So that is where we are starting today. Your departure day is overcast, and it's slow going getting up in the morning. There's a thin dusting of snow falling from the sky. Mayor Mala sends someone to the inn where you are staying to rouse you from your beds and get you to come down to the docks, where they gesture to a small vessel with bright blue sails and a yellow sun emblazoned upon them. Uh, Mayor Mala meets you at the docks and she waves and says, Well, this is your ship. The captain should be around here somewhere. And, uh, and you see a head pop up from behind the ship's railing. And it is a face that you recognize, Corbin. Oh. A small gnomish man. It's noon. The deckhand from the wandering moon. Oh my god, it's noon! 
Uh, Corbin sees Noon and like waves his arms emphatically and is like, Noon, it's morning. <laughs> and uh, Noon comes down the gangplank and grins. He says, I heard you had quite an adventure after we separated in Madria Harbor, but I never expected to see you again. What are you doing here? I'm alive. Oh, also, we're looking for our friends, kind of. The, you know, it's been a time. Noon, my man. How are the seas? Ah, the seas are as fickle as they always are. This is my ship. And he, he gestures back to it. The Wandering Sun. Although if anybody asks, it is Captain Merton's ship. We didn't exactly tell anybody that he died. And we did use the insurance money to buy this ship. You know what, though? Good on you. That's that's good investment. If you ask me, I know so much about money. So good job. Uh, and who's your friend here? Oh, this is Slake. They're pretty dope. They killed a god. Uh, Corbin, you gotta stop introducing me that way. That's uh, a great way to introduce you. I don't know. Uh, hi, hi, Noon. Uh, uh, hi, Noon. <laughs> oh, I bet you get that a it's lot. Captain Noon now. Uh, hi, Noon. Yes. Well, hello, no, Captain it's... Noon. Uh, n- nice to meet you. So you know Corbin, huh? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, we uh, had a bit of an adventure together. Uh, glad that we're not meeting under those circumstances again. I can promise you I'm not keeping anything captive in the hold of my ship. Just normal cargo. That's good. That's especially good because Fran is um, MIA right now. So there'd be nobody to have like a salacious romance with your strange monster creature. If you have. I mean, I'm available. (laughs) (laughs) I take that back. Well, uh, sorry to disappoint. No monsters on board this time, but we've just been contracting with the East Avalis Company to ship cargo along the coast. So we'll be taking a load of things we picked up from the Elven Downs over to Vola here, and I guess we're taking the two of you as well. So come on aboard. We're just about to shove off. Corbin, like, prances aboard. Uh, Kat, I'm going to ask a question of you right now, and it, it might blow your fucking mind. Cool. Where are our horses? Oh, wow. <laughs> Why would you, you do this? thought of your horses. <laughs> I thought of my horse. Can they sit on I the forgot ship? About my, I forgot about your horses. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you these special horses and immediately mm-hmm. forgot. Yeah. Um, your horses, uh, actually, Corbin, you look back and you see your horses are standing on the shore and they are looking a bit annoyed with the two of you. <gasps> Surly, come here, buddy. Come here, buddy. And I pat my knees a bunch. <laughs> Your horse charges up the gangplank. Fuck yeah. He's, he, oh, he's such a good boy. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll wave it's down. Like, have you, have you named your horse yet? I'm waiting for the right moment, but I will, yeah, okay. I will wave down my beautiful, terrifying, nameless horse uh, to, to join us <laughs> aboard the ship. Your horse joins you at a, a much more stately pace than Corbin's. And uh, Noon looks at the horses and nods. He says, all right, uh, the mayor didn't mention horses, but uh, I guess we can, can they? And he looks back at the other sailors who you recognize. It is the rest of the crew from the Wandering Sun, uh, including the hot teens. Yes, I was going to say, weren't there some hot teens in that crew? There were some hot teens. <laughs> And uh, 
he he waves down. He says, Zach, can you, um, these, the horses? And Zach comes forward and says, yeah, yeah, I, I got him. And he, he takes the reins of your horses and says, we'll just put him down in the hold for now. Cat. Um, now, yeah. I do seem to remember that in addition to names, these hot teens had numbers based on their hotness. I don't remember their names, please. Oh, my God. I don't God. fucking remember what. I don't remember how you <laughs> rated these teens. Just which one was the hottest? I think Zach was hot. I don't, I think, I don't remember. Oh, I'm going to look I think Zach up. was hot. Okay, all right. I mean, I'm picturing Zach from Final Fantasy, so like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he waves you guys uh, to you, Corbin, and says, nice to see you again. Um, are they going to bite me? Not unless you bite back. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy's grown. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you hear Lalina, one of the other sailors, groan. And uh, Zach gives an uncomfortable laugh and then takes your horses down to the hold. And uh, you depart from the shore. The sailors shove off and trim sails and do whatever you do when you sail out of a bay. I know nothing about boats. I've made that clear. And you're off. Your voyage across the ocean is cold and calm. For once, you are not harried by storms or monsters. Snow flurries are the worst of your problems. They dampen your visibility, but the winds are strong and steady. The crew seems a lot more relaxed without Captain Merton driving them on, and they sing songs at night. The days have grown short, and the gray skies turn black without much pretense of a sunset. Uh, can you guys roll me constitution? Oh, boy. Ten. <laughs> oh, mm. I didn't realize how good my constitution was. Um, I got 16. Uh, Corbin, your previous experiences on the high seas have served you well, and you have your sea legs and your sea stomach. It's like, you do not have these experiences, and you do not have sea legs or sea stomach. Well, you see stomach. You see the contents of your stomach. You see the contents of your stomach Yay! splashing across the deck. Great. I love it. Um, <laughs> do you inspect it? No. I I think, you know, I'm probably, you know, I, I don't super love, you know, throwing up, especially in front of people. So I probably go to try to make it to, like, the railing to, like, barf over. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I'm just going to try and act casual like I didn't just barf over the railing i um i point and laugh a little bit jesus <laughs> and one of the one of the sailors lolina she comes over to you slake and she rubs your back a little and says do you need a bucket oh i i i'm sorry i don't want to be any uh inconvenience i'm like like take the bucket it's gonna happen again trust me bro and lolina hands you a bucket, despite your protests. Thanks. Uh, on the third day of your journey, Noon calls from where he's standing at the rail of the ship. He's got a spyglass up to his eye. And he says, Corbin, come look! In the distance, you see there is a massive spire which juts from the ocean. The top of the spire is crumbling, but even so, this tower soars above the sea, hundreds of feet into the air. Noon peers out at it through his spyglass. He says, that 
is a place called the Broken Tower. Spooky, huh? Um. Uh, the broken. Corbin like pats himself down, and he finds his little notebook that he's been taking smart person notes in, and he writes "broken tower," and then he writes "torva?" question mark, and then he draws a little drawing of the tower, and he says, "Tell me about this broken oh, well. tower." <laughs> well, legend says, and mind you, this is just what sailors around these parts are passing around, says that that is where the Conqueror keeps his prisoners. I've sailed this way a dozen times now. I've never seen any movement on it, so probably just another ruin. Uh, he- could we make, like, a pit stop there? Like, what if we just wanted to have, like, a little vacay? You know, like on a cruise <laughs> when they let you swim with the dolphins, but, like, this time we could visit, like, a terrible prison of an evil god? That sounds like a terrible idea. Um, from the crow's nest, you hear uh, Ku, one of the other sailors, shout, Hey, there's somebody climbing that! Oh, now we gotta stop. Noon, noon, hit the brakes. I gotta get in that tower. <laughs> I have a... Listen, sometimes you just get an urge, right? And you have to be captured and sent to a prison. And I'm really feeling it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Noon puts the spyglass up to his eye and says, My gosh, who would... That person's just looking to die, I guess. And he hands you the spyglass, Corbin. (laughs) Cat, who do I see climbing the tower? You see a figure with... Blue and red hair. Yep. About a hundred feet, a hundred and eighty feet up the tower. Corbin like slowly pull. He slowly lowers the spyglass and he stares into the ocean and he says, "Well, fuck me. <laughs> That's my old pal Zayroth." Burger Jigger swoops down from where she's been nesting in the crow's nest. Burger she hears, uh, She perches on the rail and says, "Do you want me to go check it out?" Yeah. Why don't you go? Why don't you go take a? Be careful, though, Burger Jerker. That's a bad. That's a bad place, I think. And she uh, salutes you with one wing and then takes off to go do a circle of the tower. Zayroth, how are you doing? I'm good. I cast spider climb on myself, and I'm not climbing up this tower. I'm dancing up this tower. Because I can move across vertical surfaces with my hands free. So I'm doing a little jig. I got my rapier out. I'm kind of swinging it. I'm dueling the bad guys that I'm going to fight. They're ghost bad guys right now, but I'm just swinging around. This is going to be an easy victory, as all my victories are, because I'm the best, and I'm going to win. So, Zayroth, a black and feathery shape swoops by your head, and you hear a caw on the wind. Uh, I ignore it. I've I've heard lots of caws while climbing up <laughs> the side of a tower in the uh, middle of the ocean. So, on the ship, Burger Jerger swoops back down and says, "That is a crazy person climbing that tower. They're not using their hands, and I think they're like." Dueling uh, imaginary bad guys? Oh no. He's dancing. I could see that footwork from miles away. That's a spider climb, Burger Jerger. 
We gotta get over there. That fool. He's up to something. Uh, Noon looks at you and says, Well, we can't stay long, but if that's a friend of yours, I guess we can weigh anchor until morning, but if you're not back before the sun's up, we're gonna leave without you. That's absolutely fair, Noon. If, hey, if we're not back by high noon, <laughs> you take right off. Well, no, it's gonna be like sunrise, but I... Well, okay. Uh, accept your pun. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Noon. Uh, you can take one of the dinghies if... Oh. Uh, no need. And Corbin turns to Slake and says, Slake, you want to ride a dolphin? I, uh, I have, I'm literally, like, as you're saying that, like, I'm, I haven't <laughs> been super present for this conversation because I'm, like, hunched over this bucket. Uh, so, but I, I hear you say that because um, I assume you're calling to me. Okay. And I, um, <laughs> I wipe my mouth and I say, what? Uh, Corbin... Corbin turns back to Noon and says, we'll take, we'll take the dinghy, actually. So the crew of the Wandering Sun lowers you down in a dinghy into the ocean. And Corbin, are you going to take over rowing for your dear seasick friend? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'll have to work on my guns. Probably this is going to, I'm going to be sore tomorrow. But like, I don't want to see what happens when Slake tries to row the boat while vomiting. (laughs) I mean, can I make a check (laughs) to try and... Uh, yeah, make another constitution okay. check. Let's see if... Uh, yeah. Actually, first, Corbin, will you please make an athletics check for me? Yes. Oh, that's a oh. nat 20, baby. What's up? Mm, oh, mm, mm, Corbin, mm, mm, mm. Corbin, you you summon strength from deep within yourself. Yeah. I see I see Slake vomiting continuously, and even though I did laugh at them when I first saw it, like a mother whose toddler is trapped underneath a bus, I summon incredible unhuman strength. And I managed to row the boat. <laughs> and just like a mother whose toddler is trapped under a bus, your first response was to point and laugh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it's like, why don't you make a constitution check to see how you're doing? Okay. Like, way over 20. It's like 18 plus 7. All right. You, it's been, you know, you've, you've been on the ocean for a couple of days now, and now you're in a smaller boat. Which usually makes things worse, but seeing Corbin summon this strength has given you the strength of stomach that you need mm-hmm. to not throw up over the side. Hooray. I'm deeply touched. Uh, you, it, it takes a good bit of rowing for you to get to the tower, uh, but you, when you do, you look up and see... A figure still steadily making his way up the side of the tower. How do you want to get up there to get to him? So what, is there like a docking station on the tower? A dock? Like... No, there is there's a docking <laughs> yes, station. Yes, Rudy, thank you, a dock. <laughs> uh, there is no dock, but you do see a small dinghy that has been tied up to one of the jutting rocks around the tower. Okay. So it looks I, like. I guess I will do the same. Um, mm-hmm. and I think, um, I'm going to cast spider climb, um, on Slake. <laughs> oh, oh, many things. And then, well, cause I'm you going... can turn into a bird. Yeah. And I'm going to turn into a crow. I don't give Slake any instruction. I only cast spider climb and turn into a crow and then begin to ascend. 
I, I think by now I've, I've learned to interpret these things, you know, yeah. so I'll just Intuit I'll follow it. along. Uh, Zayroth, do you notice that somebody is coming up underneath you? No, I'm in my own world. And as you get closer, you hear Zeroth quietly singing to himself. With ice and storm, each ship was downed, no hint of hesitation. Then back again into the fray to bring us our survival. Survive, 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 survive. We prayed for our survival. Now, is is Corbin as a crow within earshot at all? Yeah, I'm probably just flying around Zayroth in a circle. I go, what? Crow? You're breaking the mood. You're going to give me away. And then I kind of swipe my sword at you. How close (laughs) are you? I'm like close enough that you could swipe your sword at me, but I do flap out of the way. It's more like a get away swipe, not a I'm going to kill you. Right, not like an attack. Yeah. Yeah. I try to land on your head. I do not care for this. I do not prefer it. I wave you away. (laughs) I I, I go back and I land on Slake. Yeah, I see Corbin uh, accosting this fellow and um i i wave and i call out uh hi are are you a friend of corbin's what where'd you come from corbin i haven't seen him in months (laughs) and i don't recall ever seeing him be a crow although he did have a very crow like like appearance to him (laughs) yeah he 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 does that a lot. Uh, I, I'm Slake, uh, by the way. N- nice to meet you. <laughs> Slake, the pleasure is mine. And then I go to like do a leap. Then I realize I'm using spider climb, and I don't know what leaping like fall, like. It's like a an astronaut <laughs> on low gravity planet. Like you leap so high, and then it's like, oh shit, the gravity. Oh no! Oh, no. This you've reached escape so, velocity oh, somehow. Let's say this: I go to leap and shake your hand, and in doing so, unspider climb myself, and I'm now falling, and I'm desperately reaching out to grab your hand so I don't fall uh, to my death. Oh god! Do you uh, accept my hand? Yeah, of course. I definitely okay, want to try good. to grab you and prevent your death. Slake, please make a dexterity save. Of course. Save. Okay. Okay. I think that's. Check. Check. Okay, check. Dexterity is two, so that is... uh, Well, that's only 14, so... (laughs) Well, that's enough. That's enough. Yay. Not the shortest guest appearance ever on Dames and Dragons. (laughs) Yeah, you just die immediately. You're dashed (laughs) to pieces on the rocks. five minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, yes. It's like you catch Zayroth by the hand and uh, keep him from falling to his doom. Cool. I'm going to try and stick him back on the rock. <laughs> like, I don't know how spider climb works exactly, but if I if I just grab him and I put it so his feet are touching the rock, does that... That should yeah. work, yeah, because yeah. it lasts for an hour, so... I say, yeah. whoa there! <laughs> You're a lot of energy, I guess. Yes. I am very... That was my plan all along. That's how I, yes, I am clearly disturbed at what I just did and shaken, (laughs) but I'm playing it off. 
Like, I meant to do that. Uh, so, uh, you're climbing this, uh, Torva Tower. Uh, what, uh, what, what brings you here? I'm saving my friend. Who? Oh, um, Corbin was asking, uh, who, who's your friend that you're saving? It's Mila. Or Milava. She's in here and I'm gonna save her like I should have done the end of summer. But I was talked out of it by some other people. So now I'm gonna do it. I should have done it already. That's that. Uh Corbin wait, Corbin says, um Corbin wants to ask how Zeroth knows that Mila's here. I'm going through all the prisons that Torva has. This is the first one and i'm pretty sure it's gonna be the last one oh my god because i've got that kind of luck and then um, i prestidigitate a thumbs up in front of me yeah <laughs> you, wait, also how do you i figured out how to magic <laughs> it's a it's a cloud okay so instead of giving a thumbs up with your hand you press to digitate a cloud in the shape of a thumbs up exactly okay that sounds yeah that that tracks cool. Yeah. Okay. Corbin um, in Crow, obviously, wants to say to Slake, uh, he says, um, okay, well, okay, first, in Crow, Corbin is going to tell Slake Corbin's version of what happened um, the last time that we met up with Zeroth. So from and... Zeroth's perspective, it's just Slake standing there for like five minutes while Corbin yes. is like... <laughs> <laughs> This yes, is not like the exactly. strangest thing that's happened to me today. So okay, I'm down that's with it. exactly how it is. I keep putting um, up like a finger at. I keep looking over at Zeroth and like putting up like a finger. Like one second, <laughs> we'll get there. Hold on, just wait a minute. <laughs> yep, and like nodding. Listeners, it's me, it's Kat. You've probably enjoyed the last two ad breaks where my friends Caitlin and Hannah both wrote out what they were going to say beforehand, but I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm off the cuff. I'm freestyle. I'm like the jazz of mid rolls. And um, like any good jazz ensemble, I've got somebody here to so I can riff off of them. It's Rudy. Hey, Rudy. I hate this metaphor. <laughs> You don't want to be part of my jazz ensemble? Never. Oh. But I, okay. listen, we're a cool jazz duo. I'm here on the Kat, trombone. W- with so much of your improv background, I would have thought you would have said uh, you're an improv tr- trooper or something. I don't yeah, know. You know. You know, listen. But you chose another jazz. more annoying form of <laughs> improv, if yeah. that's possible. Listen. With jazz. Listen. Yeah. Sorry, all the jazz lovers out there. I am not amongst your membership. Rudy doesn't like jazz, but I also don't like jazz. (laughs) But I do love our patrons. Yeah, what a segue. (laughs) What a segue. That's a professional. Oh, that's that's me. I am a professional podcaster here. Um, So let's thank you to all of our patrons. Um, You bring light to our lives in these dark and unforgiving times. Uh, let's see. I'm going to just rattle off this list because boy, oh boy, did you guys come out for us. We've got Malin, 
MG, Kitty Wake, Nicholas K, Brandon O, Melissa, Christina, Abbas, Izzy, with two exclamation points, Ooh. Rebecca, with two Ks, and Claire... I'm not going to try the last name. Claire, thank you. Claire. Uh, thank you all for donating, for uh, supporting us, for funding the secret bunker that we are building to record podcasts in. Um, that's turning out great. We've got like one of those people that makes uh, turn school buses into cool RVs, and they're turning our bunker into like a, you know, glamping bunker. Um and so while we're in the thanking uh, se section of this podcast, this podcast that is all about thanking people, I guess. Um, thank cast. The thank cast. This is the thank cast, the podcast within the podcast um, to steal a joke from the McElroys. Hmm. Uh, let's thank some Me? podcast oh, reviews. Yeah, no, right. Well, Rudy, <laughs> I'm going to thank you so much once I'm done thanking all these. Oh, good. People. The final thank is the, the most important thank. Yes. thank. No, exactly. the Patreons and the reviewers are the most important. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, but let's well, let's link them to tell them how important they are. It is Lauren C. Steele, Cyber Edge 7, Cole K41, Kira Severnia, Severanya. I said that one badly. Hmm. Jack Attack 1, <laughs> IH Leesk. Boy. And Aiden the Warlock, thank you all so much for reviewing our podcast. And if you want to support Dames and Dragons in a way that is not monetary, but means so, so much, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast or Google, Google Play, Google Listen, Google, Google. Tell Google you like us <laughs> or, or whatever else uh, will allow you to enter your feedback and uh, last but not least, thank you, Rudy, for being oh, our guest. Oh, Rudy. Yay. Rudy, Rudy um, I will return the thank you for inviting me to be a guest. It is always such a delight to play a form of Dungeons and Dragons with all of you. <laughs> We're playing a game that is adjacent to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> um, Rudy, what are you doing? What's happening in hey, your life, professionally, yeah. personally? So... I am really excited to say that I am going to be game mastering for WebDM, which is a pretty popular YouTube channel that talks about Dungeons and Dragons, dungeon mastering, kind of they do class reviews of all the classes in the game and stuff like that. But what they're doing with this is they're playing another game called Torg Eternity. Mm -hmm. Torg. Okay. Yeah, Torg. Uh, what is a Torg? So is that a place, a person? So Torg initially in the eighties was uh, it stood for that other role playing game as kind of like <laughs> a weird eighties inside joke, but it has since become something in the game world that is kind of hard to um, explain. So we'll just say it's a thing. But uh, Torg is really interesting. We are on planet Earth, but. Uh, alternate realities have begun invading the Earth. So it's not Ooh. just like one setting. It's like eight settings. If you go to America, it's like the Savage Lands for X from X-Men. There are like tribal communities. There's dinosaurs running around. If you oh, go to yeah. France, it's been taken over by the Cyber Pope, who has implemented <laughs> a futuristic technology, and he rules. It's like a mix of weird, evil Catholicism and like lasers. 
if you go to Russia's filled with like these techno horror demons who have it's kind of like doom esque the bad guys there so it's really unique and interesting I am running the most over the top cheesy 80s adventure game for this uh it's gonna be an 80s action movie i told all my players to watch like watch all the sylvester stallone stupid movies watch all the aliens movies all the best parts of the 80s none of the casual misogyny that the 80s was known for (laughs) only the good fun awesome like teamwork i said watch the goonies and stuff like that we got some really great players and that will be every thursday at 6 p.m on twitch.tv slash web dm i'm double checking that that's the actual place yep twitch.tv slash web dm awesome that sounds like a lot of fun i'm definitely gonna tune in yeah oh good yeah that will be it's a pre-recorded uh show that will be played then and i will be in the chat so if you want to hear wonderful fun uh inside trivia from rudy be sure to do that and i think it'll show up on the web dm youtube channel at some point too probably, i don't know probably probably yeah. i don't know but yeah i could work. you know i would really really appreciate some support from all the listeners if you enjoy my hijinks now i get to be the head hijinker in this <laughs> game um so we have um some other people who i need to talk about because they pay us to <laughs> um and because we want to talk about them because we want to talk about them because they are great partners with dspn and all of the wonderful shows here yes um so we are gonna talk about cobalt press today oh cobalt press i hear cobalt press has a new kickstarter called the scarlet citadel that sounds very scary and also very fleek Yes, so this is a supplement that I think a lot of people, you know, when you play Dungeons and Dragons, you have a great adventure in mind, but you're like, ah, oh, I want to throw a dungeon in there. How the heck do I make a dungeon? Oh my god, I that's me every damn time. <laughs> right? Like your room, you know, you want to have variety in the rooms that they go through. You want to have cool treasure. You want to have cool monsters set up. But you're like, how do I even approach something like this? Well, let me tell you, friends. You don't even have to do that anymore because Cobalt Press has got your back. Oh, good job, Cobalt Press. Yes. So this is a design effort led by TSR and Wizards of the Coast veteran Steve Winter. If you're not familiar, TSR was the original publisher of Dungeons and Dragons before Wizards of the Coast bought them. And in addition to him, he's working with the Cobalt Press, Cobalt in Chief, Wolfgang Bauer. And they're using notes and characters from Wolfgang's home game, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Wolfgang's awesome. Uh, This is six levels of dungeon exploration with lavish maps, a town base to return to and sell all of your goods, appendixes of additional monsters and characters, and a full suite of PDF and virtual tabletop options from Roll20 and Fantasy Grounds, so you can drop it right into your game and go if you're already playing online which i really hope you are doing because these are pandemic times you should be social distancing wear a mask (laughs) for the love of god wear a mask please 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 so if you want to back the scarlet citadel it is going on now when this episode is released and it will continue going through the month of october just head to cobaltpress.com and there should be a nice big shiny link there for you definitely worth picking up this do is, it yeah 
it will be a lot of fun if yeah. Rudy's ringing endorsement it doesn't sell you. Here's my ringing endorsement. <gasps> Trust Rudy. Oh wow, truly ringing. <laughs> my well, my endorsement is more of you, but I sure, endorse thanks. things that you're endorsing. No, I mean, it's... and I'll go back. To, I'll say it again. It's hard to make a dungeon. Like you want, oh my if, God, if you've it's got, so hard. yeah, if you've got players that want it. I mean, you you've running classic dungeon crawl in your Patreon game. P.S. Oh, back to Patreon. Yeah. And it's a lot, a lot of effort. It's so much work. So I can, I can write like a, a episode where we're just role playing. That takes me like, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour to write. Mm -hmm. When I'm writing a dungeon, it takes me no joke, probably between like four and six hours just to do the dungeon part. Yeah. Like Ugh. it is, it is so. a slog. And also then you have to like, go okay i've made this puzzle i don't know if it's gonna work though yeah that's the thing is like in home games there's no play testing this is all done for you it's vetted it's play tested it's balanced it makes sense it's Ugh, one I of the it. best supplements you can have all right yeah so go yeah. check that out and back it on kickstarter yes so next we're gonna hear from another wonderful show in the world of tabletop rpgs hi autumn here being a teenager can be hard especially when you're the new girl in school. That's why it's important to study up on the changes your body will be going through. Especially if those changes happen when a round pink alien turns you into magical girls. Even magical girls like us have to deal with mean teachers. Yeah, like those suspicious new male teachers and their boss, Miss Sajani. Even though Miss Sajani is super hot, she and the other teachers are evil aliens in disguise who torment students to feed off their emotions. But we're going to defeat them all with love! friendship and terrifyingly powerful magic and maybe a knife yeah i'm gonna need you to roll for that oh shit oh. <laughs> <laughs> find out who triumphs on the latest season of bits before crits magical girls versus the male gaze we are the magical girls and the male gaze believe in elevating women's voices so they're not on this ad check out bits before crits available anywhere you listen to podcasts bits before crits Bits before crits. See you there. there. That sounded really fun, and like you should definitely go check it out. Uh, so one last announcement before we uh, we go to Chantel and summoning her from the deep. Um, it is Fat Bear Week. I talked about this in an intro a little while ago, but it is Fat Bear Week. Uh, please check out Fat Bear Week at the Katmai National Park. Um, I'm gonna be tweeting about it on the Dame's Twitter account, and if you don't like that. You don't have to follow us on Twitter, but uh, I love it. And right now we have to vote here, Rudy, between, uh, let's see. Hmm. The vote is between 151 and 747. And I got to say, I'm thinking 747 is looking chunkier here. With a name Where's like my... that, 747, you think yeah. that's a big plane, that's a big bear. That's uh, a big bear. I will say that I personally am terrified of bears. I do not like them, but... I got a little soft spot for Fat Bear Week. I don't think you can't Ugh. be a can't. little so, into uh, the Fat Bears. So if you want to hear my uh, my hot takes on who the fattest bears are, I'm going to be doing that on the Dame's Twitter account. So um, other than that, we now need to awaken the dark Eldrick being that we call Chantel. And Chantel, um, last time I saw you, you were blonde. And it was a big shock to me. That was like a big time skip uh, a transformation that you went through and I was not prepared for it. So I suppose your victims will not see you coming. 
And uh, the code word this week is Blonde Wisdom. The sleeper agent is active. Go. So you tell Corbin tells me the okay. entire history of everything that's happened with Zayroth. And, yes. and then what does he say? <laughs> Mostly about Milava. And then he says, um, basically he says, uh, like, how how do you feel about rescuing this she's Torva's daughter, but if Zayroth is right and he's straight up put her in Azkaban, maybe she doesn't like him that much anymore? Like, do what are your feelings, Like, How does the democracy feel about rescuing someone who potentially might try to kill us afterwards? Well, Phelan tried to kill us a couple times, right? And no, that's a good point. And he's like a really good <laughs> friend now. So, well, I think that, yeah, having another demigod on our side that wants to fight against Torva would probably be a good thing. Okay. Well... You know what? I think it's worth it's worth checking out at least. And worst case scenario, we just have to kill her and become Zayroth's immortal enemies. I so, uh... I don't translate that. <laughs> <laughs> I smile knowingly and nod. I, just like I, stupid I happy say, smile. Yeah. I say yeah. I say out loud, uh, alright, sounds good. Well, yeah, we we could help you out if that if that works for you, Zayroth. Yeah, there's some like uh, statue guards up top that kind of hang out. I'm just just gonna you know kill them fast, and I take out uh, what looks like I don't know if you've all seen a bomb before, but it's a bomb. <laughs> and I Did you say a bomb? Bomb, just bomb. I go to toss it in the air, then realize that I'm facing um, like sideways, and I go, shit, oh, fuck, and I grab it before it uh, it falls. No, I will not roll dexterity check. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. But it's your classic, like, bowling ball with the fuse coming out, and, like, uh, there's a little explosion. Like, it looks like someone drew, like, an explosion icon on it, and, uh, yeah, it was Is me. There, I drew um... it. I did that. Is there like a grip on it, like that a small bird's feet could grip onto it somehow? Ooh, let me check how heavy the old bomb is and the equipment yeah. on See my. It is. it is one pound. Also, how many okay. pound is a crow? How many pound is a crow? Hollow bones. <laughs> Less. Could Less a ra- than that. Wait, could a sparrow traveling north carry a coconut? Do you think? Oh my like... god! It's first of all, it's a swallow. Whatever. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do you retain your strength or as a crow? Or? I don't. Okay. I have I have crow stats, so mm. which is also raven cr- stats. Krats. Raven Kratz. Um, so my favorite Higwarts house. <laughs> my... <laughs> your strength is negative four. My strength is negative four. Well, your strength is two. Strength modifier is negative yeah, four. I don't... Yes, yes. Something, something, every point of strength equals the certain amount of weight you can carry, something. I googled how much weight can a crow carry, and Google told me 1.5 pounds. Damn. We've gone, we have gone full Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> this is really important. Like, you right. have to know. Okay, okay, so we found, so if, you're, if, if that works, why don't, okay, then, yeah, I guess Crow Corbin, do what you I'll will. I'll just... Okay. 
Um, also, I make. They, I said statues. That's kind of what I've been calling him. They're like creepy. Uh, I don't know how to describe them. Living statues. Yeah. Con- Constructs. Nah. I call them statues. They kind of look like people, and they just because they just stand still and stare out. I've been doing some recon because I'm a professional, and uh, they just kind of stand there and stare for hours and hours. But then they start moving again, but moving slowly and weirdly and herky jerky. This statue is probably a good way to put it, to be honest. Anyway, uh, yeah. Hopefully this works. If not, I got my rapier, and also you notice my rapier, um. You know, rapier is normally like a pokey sword, but this one seems to be like serrated in addition to having a tip. And uh, you can see it's like a dark red color. Like the blade itself is like a blood red color. Mm, Uh, Don't touch this, by the way. (laughs) Uh, I wasn't planning on it. Corbin Corbin mimes like he's going to land on it. No, 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 (laughs) no. Um, Corbin says, so Corbin says to everybody, well, Corbin says to Slake, um, tell Zeroth to give me that bomb and I'm going to carry that little bad boy up there and just drop it on the boys. (laughs) I, 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 yeah, I tell Zeroth, uh, Corbin wants to borrow your, well, I guess borrow isn't the right word. Corbin wants to use your bomb. He's going to fly over and drop it if that sounds good. That sounds very good. Um... Okay, so the way I was told this works, haven't tested it yet, is I light this part, and then you have 15 seconds, and then it goes boom. So don't take longer than 15 seconds. Do you have, like, a sling or something you could put the bomb in? I can't imagine any other way that Corbin could grab this. Okay, sure. I have clothes, common. Yeah, but give me your fucking clothes. You could rip off a sleeve and like yeah, or something. Yeah. I rip off a uh, part of my uh, shirt over my chest for good luck. <laughs> nice. I say. Nice. Aww. Aww. <laughs> All right, you are able to fashion a sling for Corbin to carry this bomb. Um, and you light the fuse. So the the area that you've been heading towards is an open balcony toward one of the upper levels of the tower. The balcony rings the entirety of the tower uh, and is open on all sides with a railing and pillars. So Corbin, you will need to sort of fly in there, drop the bomb, and then fly out. Okay. All right. All right. You guys load up Corbin with a bomb. Load me up, baby. Load him up. Loaded. Locked. All right. All right. Cat. Corbin, tell me how you do this. I flap my little wings so hard and I ascend with the bomb in my little talons. And uh, I want to go as fast as I can, obviously, because I only have 15 seconds. So I dive in to the little balcony area and I'm going to look for the congregation of the most of these men. I assume they're probably semi-spread out. I tell you there are only two of them as well. Oh, there's only two of them. Oh, okay. Yep. So as you fly up, you see there is one facing uh, north and there's one facing south. You guys are climbing up the western wall, so they are not looking out at you. Okay. 
I'll go. Are they, they're separated though. Like I'm assuming because yes. you said it's surrounded, so like the the building is like between them. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So then I'm gonna go. I'll just go for the north one. Um. Okay. I, I guess. And then I'm gonna try and like fly above it so that it can't like see me coming along the side. Um, sure. And then. Or I should say, I'll fly along the side and then go up and then above, you know, just like. So it, there is. Like I do it smart, like cat. I do yeah. it like a smart person. You do it <laughs> smart, like. Okay. So you uh, you fly over and drop this bomb. How does the bomb? What are the mechanics of bomb, Rudy? Um, yeah, explain bomb. It's actually just a DC twelve saving throw. So bomb is kind of bad. Okay. It's probably good hey, early game, not ten. But also knowing how bad bomb is, I'm going to. Uh, like motion slake over and get to the top of the tower and like be hiding underneath it, ready to jump mm. up and attack once bomb goes off. Oh, okay. 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 So is a. Uh... Oh, that is. Uh, you said it was a DC twelve. Dexterity saving yeah, throw. Dex. Yeah. Yeah. That is a uh, three. Nice. So... They take three three d six fire damage. Ooh. Hell yeah. Ooh. Ten damage. 10 damage. Okay. All right. Uh, so that. And they're at the edge. The, uh, they're at the edge, right? Of the tower. Yeah. Yeah. They were at the edge of this balcony and uh, the guard makes a very horrible low groaning noise as it is thrown back by this bomb and explosion. And I will give you and Slake a surprise round. Nice. Okay. Uh, awesome. So let's roll initiative. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so, but Zayroth and Slake, you will each get a surprise round. It'll be Zayroth and then Slake. Corbin, you took your surprise round in dropping the bomb. Yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. okay. Zayroth, you are up first. I am going to stand up onto the balcony and uh, run directly. So did the bomb knock the statue off the side or no? No, it just stumbled back. I'll try and knock the one that I uh, that I bombed over the edge. Um, okay. Um, why don't we do a strength contest then? I'm so bad at that. So roll. I'm a dex fighter. Well. Okay, I rolled a 12. You rolled a 12? It rolled a 10. <gasps> so you are able to knock this thing <laughs> off the side. Uh, you watch it as it falls into the ocean and you see that it is not a statue. In fact, it looks like it was a person at one point, Whoops. but now it's just an assemblage of armor and chains and flesh. Oh, not whoops. So just so Slake and Corbin, I am going to like get him around the waist and run off the edge of the tower as well. And then using oh spider climb, I will not fall. I will remain upright. So it just looked badass. And look, you think I'm dead. <laughs> oh my God. You think I'm dead. And then I come up the side again and I shoot you the finger guns, this, the, the finger crossbows. Oh, oh wow. Corbin, Corbin like lands and turns back into a boy and he's like, holy shit, Zeron. I got like, real cool. Badass? Yeah, I know. That was like, fuck. That was incredible. Do you train with somebody? The best, myself. And also okay. like. Oh. <laughs> Wait, did you say Leica? Yeah. Yeah, Zayroth went with the asteroids right. at the end. How yeah. 
fuck? Zeroth, how's Lyka? I don't want to talk about it. Oh. Um, that's what, hey, bitch, that's my friend. She's not dead. That is not. Hey, Zeroth, look me in the eyes, hey? Hey. How's my good, close friend Lyka doing? She was fine last time I saw her. Okay. That's great to hear. Thank you for your honesty, Zeroth. Let's continue. And Corbin, like, <laughs> looks at him like he's not, he doesn't trust him all the way. Corbin's lost a lot of friends recently. <laughs> uh, there is a clanking as the other guard begins to run towards the source of the commotion. Um, but it is going to take that guard a long time to get there. Uh, so as, as the dust and smoke clears from the bomb, you get a good look on what is up on this balcony. It is entirely open, this floor of the tower, with only a solid inner wall of black stone. There are pedestals with busts of monstrous creatures lining the inner ring of this floor. And the pattern on the floor is a tessellating black and purple towers. Is there like a door not that you see okay is it still surprise um, round like do i get you do still get your surprise round but you are uh the other guard is out of range now uh-huh. can we can we like do like um a stupid like cartoon can we like run around in the opposite direction that the other guard is coming from yeah of course let's do that <laughs> so that it can't see us i mean I just right. heard an explosion call well, yeah, but like then it'll be like, oh, where'd this explosion come from? My buddy was one was one in five hundred thousand chance spontaneous combustion cases. So Checks out. that's definitely what Checks I would out. assume. Yep. <laughs> that's what I would assume for sure. Um, will you please make a dexterity save as you run around the tower? Each everybody. Okay. A, a save or athletics yes. or okay. That's, um, 16. 16? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's only seven. <laughs> Slake. Uh, I got a 15. Okay. Uh, so Slake and Zayroth, both of you uh, are not quick enough as you step onto the tiles, uh, the tessellating tile patterns. The purple tile turns to liquid underfoot. And as your foot sinks in, it solidifies around your leg. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Am I not the damsel this time? Am I the only one who's not the damsel right now? And the other guard is, you hear them clanking around, and they come into sight. Uh, They are, you see, the guard is avoiding all of the purple tiles as they... Uh, clank forward and they are gonna rush ya but it's mm. like I'm gonna still give you your your round that you you earned that round oh th- um, thank you so you can you see them coming so you can uh, have a reaction before they hit you cool well I'm gonna hit back at them with my picks for sure um, okay oh nice okay so for my first attack with the picks that is uh god i wish i could do math uh 25 to hit 
that's piercing damage, right? I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Um, it hits, but bounces off of the armor. Okay, so no damage? It is immune to piercing damage, yes. Okay, well, that was my first attack. So I guess noticing that that my, my picks have had no effect, I'm going to try uh, instead with my, my Morning Star. Um, so let's see how that goes, because that, I believe, would be what? Bludgeoning? That would be bludgeoning, yes. Yeah. Ooh, that was a terrible roll. Okay, so that, unfortunately, to hit was only going to be a 12. Uh, it catches your Morning Star in its hand and just shoves it away. Uh, and uh, since you just straight up killed the first one, we are actually going to be back at the or- top of the order at Zayroth as we are out of the surprise round. Seeing that the piercing um, was ineffective, I will, uh, with my left hand, my off hand, um, a, it turns bluish white and then a light streaks out towards the, uh, the monster and it hits it in the chest. So that is the ray of frost that I, ah. a multi-class character, am using. Haha. <gasps> Ice. Mm-hmm. And also, Gee, Rudy, I have to how look come out. your Does mom lets a... you have two classes? <laughs> Ooh, I rolled in. You guys have a class? <laughs> what did I, I roll in that one? So I explode. Oh. oh. No. Uh, I think that is definitely something happens as a wild mage or a wild magic yeah, sorcerer. Oh, so. yes. Fun. I rolled a 15. For the next minute, you regain five hit points at the start of each of your turns. That's cool. That's awesome. That's dope. It's very dope. Okay. Well, that that turned out better than it could have, but it doesn't hit the the guard. But also, let me ask you a question, Kat. As a multi-class, I have a fighter ability that says attack twice. I have an extra attack. This... I think that that carries on for a a spell. You can Uh do a second spell. Multi-class. Oh, wow. The benefits. Yeah. So I will uh, ray of frost him again. All right. Rolling. Um, so that's a 19. That will okay. hit. 13 damage. And this is frost damage, cold damage. So. All right. Uh, the guardian groans as it the frost hits it in the chest and spreads in a icy spider nice. web of pain if this thing can it's, feel pain that's its speed unclear. is also reduced by 10 which might be significant for a big oh. bulking statue nice. yeah it does not it is not speed it has it is bad speed so that's good to know bad speed <laughs> uh all right it's like you are up uh i think it would be within range of you because it is currently attacking zayroth and you two were you were buddies so yeah. you were both immobile cool. wait do i get do i get to go no, you're after Slake. I had like a surprise. Remember, there round. was a surprise round. Oh, that's you right. used okay, bomb. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I forgot about the surprise round. Okay, continue. No worries. Okay. Okay. So this time to hit with my Morning Star, that is going to be sixteen. Sixteen does not hit. Damn it. Okay, second attack time. God damn it! I'm rolling so bad. Okay. So unfortunately for my second attack, I only rolled a total of. Uh, 12. 
nope, that won't do it. It just deflects your attacks with one arm. Jeez. Just sort of swats away your morning star as you swing at it. Corbin, you are up. Okay. Okay. I think I know what I'm I think I know what I'm gonna cast. I okay. shouldn't cast this because it never works for me, but I just really do want it. it to work. So do I'm going to cast Flame Blade um, okay. and make my attack with that. Please describe to me how this looks, though. I, okay. I, need, a, I need a description. So I, Tell me how cool you are. From my hand, a flaming sword bursts forth, uh, and it looks very cool. And, like, the whole thing is flame. So, like, I'm holding it, and it's, like, super hot. But, like, I don't feel anything because it's magic. Um, and I have to roll to hit, which is the part of this that never works for me. Good luck. Thanks. Uh, it's a 17. Nice. Oh, that'll hit? <gasps> Hell yes. You did it. Hell yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Six, two, and three. Wait, that's nine, ten, eleven fire damage. Okay. Um, all right, so that is going to hurt it. Uh, and the guardian roars in pain and stumbles away from Zayroth and Slake as you hit it with this fire. Uh, and it will now have disadvantage on its attack rolls until the end of nice. its turn. Oh, what? What? Oh, is it? Aversion to oh, fire, does baby. It, oh. <laughs> Does yes, it move? It moves. Yes. You said I was engaged with it, right? Yeah, yeah. So actually, you get you get an attack nice. of opportunity there, with my Fuck piercing yeah. weapon. That is magical. It is magical. It. We'll see. That it's uh, immune to. Yeah. I rolled a twenty-one, but again, it is twenty-one to damage hit with my rapier. It it hits, but it is a magical rapier, okay. so it does hit. Let me tell you about my rapier. Uh. <laughs> It is a weapon in which I, I have hit him and I have wounded him. Wounded. Uh, All right. He cannot be healed unless it is through a short or long rest. Regeneration, magic, oh. potions cannot heal him. Lot from this Jeez. damage, I'm sorry. And specifically, in okay. addition, uh, at the start of his turn, he needs he takes one d four necrotic damage, which he might be immune to. And every time I hit him, he takes another D4, though he can roll to save against that. So it can stack more and more and more and more. Damn. Wow, yeah. that's a very cool sword. And he takes Jesus. Seven um, damage, I know. Rules. It's only uncommon. Or no, it's rare. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Okay, so uh, how much damage is that total? Bad roll. But that's okay. Seven damage? That's okay. All right. So uh, it groans in pain as the magic of your sword pierces its armor. Uh, and now it is Tomb Guardian's turn. Well, it's not Tomb. It, that's what it is, is it's a Tomb Guardian. <laughs> but it is going to lunge forward towards Zeroth and uh, it oh, did not roll great on its first attack and it is definitely not going to hit. Uh, all right, so that is going to be a uh, 21. Yes, yeah, yeah. 21 will so, hit. 
This um, is right. why you should not spend your reaction on attack of opportunity when you're getting smacked because you have shield and you should use shield instead, but you spent your reaction hitting something. Defense is the best now, offense. It So it lashes out at you with these spiky gauntlets that are, it appears to be bolted to its hands. Uh, and that is going to be 12, 12, and then another 10 piercing damage. So 22 damage total. Yikes. I don't like that. Man. I do not care so for it. So it punches <laughs> you directly in the chest with its spiky gauntlets. And it hurt. Rip to Zayrock. Yes. No rip. Maybe. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Zayroth, your turn. Uh, first of all, I hear I heal five health because of my weird magic thing that went off. Nice, nice. And, Love um, it. Seeing how effective my weapon. Oh, so he does take the one d four damage. Oh yeah, he also takes the one d four. It is necrotic. Oh, I'm yeah. not sure if he's immune. He is not immune to okay. necrotic. So, uh, do you want me to roll that, or I just yeah, I did d four, and then d six. So. DC 15 con saving throw to save against the wound. Got too many dice. Uh, you said it was constitution? DC 15. All right, yeah, that yeah. is going to be a 19. Okay, so he saves versus, so he clears the wounding effects of my weapon. Okay. Except I'm now about to give him some more wounds. Ha ha ha. Wound. From wound to tombed. That's going to be a 19. Nine. Or a 20, excuse me. That hits. 13 damage, max damage with my rapier. Nice. Dang. All right. But I am attacking again. But okay. This time I only rolled a 14. Uh, yes. Then I'm going to look down at my foot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yes. like this. Can I, yeah, I, try, I... I try to move using my move action? Uh, you are frozen in place. Your foot is stuck firmly in the stone. It is encased in the floor. Well, bad. I don't like it, but okay. <laughs> well, That's if, you guys had st- if you guys had stopped and observed the guardians, there was no time. Yeah, there yeah. was no, 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 no. I'm a, I'm a man of action. Okay. There was no way that we could have avoided this situation. <laughs> yeah, that. it was truly impossible. You're right. I didn't write any way for you to avoid this. Um, right. <laughs> all right, uh, Slake, you're up. Okay, cool. Let's try again. Oh, okay, finally something decent. Okay, so attacking again with the Morning Star, and this time I have, uh, what is 15 plus 8? 23. 23! That'll hit! Alright, finally. Cool. So, that's gonna be 1d8 plus 4. Oh, hell yeah! Okay. So that's eight plus four. So that is 12. 12 damage. All right. And that's my first attack. And then let me do my second one. Ew. Okay, that second one sucks. That's only a 10 to hit. That does not hit. Yeah, I figured. But your first attack dents its armor, and uh, it is starting to look pretty, uh, pretty frozen and dented and wounded in various ways. Nice. All right, Corbin. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go at it with my flame blade again, I think, because it's afraid of that. And I'm gonna try and, like, before I attack, I wanna, like, wave my blade around to kind of get it to, like, step back away from Zayroth and and Slake so that they are not, um... Corbin, roll intimidation. Okay. Ooh. 
that's a 17. 17, I think, will do it. Yes, it does take another step back, and that gives Zayroth oh, yeah. and Slake attacks of opportunity, since you were both engaged Jeez. with it. Uh, why don't you attack? Nice. Up, yeah. uh, you know what? Let's do it. Who cares about stupid yeah. shield spell? Yeah, kill it. 22 Shields damage. Are fake. That's not insignificant, but I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well then I just want to try, once I get it to step back, I want to try attacking it with um, my flame blade. And that time, Whoa. I did get a nat 20. Nice. So what's up? Woo. Get fucked. Get fucked. Fuck yeah. Six. One. And six. So that would be 13 times two is 26. Yes, 26 damage. Okay, all right. Uh, Zayroth and Slake, take your attacks of opportunity. 25 for 13 damage. All right. Ouch. Finish it, new friend. Oh, man. Well, let's see how it goes. Oh, okay, decent. Yes, yes, I like that. Okay, so 15 plus 8 again. That'll hit. Uh, 13, 11. right? Uh, 11. 11. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> Listen, whatever. So that's 11. All right. Yeah. All right. It's gonna lunge for, you know, it'll lunge for Slake this time because I'm feeling no. generous. Attack me again. I mean, that's fair. I've I've literally not lost any hit points yet. All right. I haven't either. Uh, It does not hit on its first attack because it is rolling with disadvantage because of the fire. Oh, nice. Uh, But the second attack... No, that's going to be a 17. That's not going to hit, is it? I'm 19. You're 19. All right. And then it takes its 1d4 necrotic damage. Actually, at this point, it's 2d4 because I hit it twice. Each hit adds another d4. 2d4. Rapier of Wounding. Look it up. Nice. I just lost one of my d4. It doesn't matter. That is enough to kill it. Nice. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And so it it lunges towards you, Slake, but it seems that its wounds... The wounds that Zayroth made that keep accumulating damage on its body overwhelm it, and it collapses to the floor with a horrible groan. quick aside hannah oh no no all i was gonna say is like anyone out there uh if you've read homestuck don't tweet at us about it or tell me about it on any social media platform just pretend that we never uh, said anything and never acknowledge it about homestuck don't do it love homestuck it's their favorite i'm sorry rudy i'm so sorry (laughs) 